based opinions of Dr. Fred Harvey, the callers, and his guests. These are not the opinions of the staff, the volunteers, or the board of WMNF. The information provided on the show is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. There is no implied patient-physician relationship in these calls. The nature of the calls is educational and informational only. Hello out there, my dear friends and resolute listeners to the Healthy Steps Radio Show, and thank you for keeping your radio dial tuned to WMNF Tampa. Being with you wonderful folks on a Monday certainly sweetens my coffee. And of course, welcome to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey. Today, the good doctor has an interesting guest, Chuck Pisa, and together they're going to tell us about the complementary energy medicine modality known as esoteric healing. You are encouraged to participate today by calling 813-239-9663 or sending an email to dj at WMNF.com. You can also text us at 813-433-0885. Well, Dr. Harvey, it certainly does appear that you have a very interesting and exciting topic for our listeners today. And I'd also like to welcome Chuck Pisa to the show. You want to discuss esoteric healing. Well, if you don't mind me stating the obvious, it sounds esoteric. So... Tell us what you've got going for us today. Thank you, Bill. Yes, indeed, it's an exciting show, and we are going to talk about some uh, hidden knowledge today. Um, Chuck is a, a longtime friend of mine and um, an amazing energy worker. He um, uh, is licensed in massage, and he's also an ordained priest. We actually spent the weekend, much of the weekend together in North Carolina, where uh, Chuck had introduced me to this order called the Order of Melchizedek, and I was ordained this weekend. So the Reverend Dr. Fred is doing his first show. The um, work that Chuck does in esoteric healing is based in um, a, a, you know, thousands of years worth of um, teachings called the Ageless Wisdoms. And it is upon the Ageless Wisdoms that all the great religions of the planet are based Thus, there is only one religion, um, and we can all worship that one creation. And it is through that creation that Chuck and all of us who are in the healing field do this kind of work. Chuck's unique blend of esoteric healing, reconnection therapy, and coaching allows all aspects of healing, whether physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, to proceed according to the client's own specific needs using a variety of self-discovery systems. He also teaches on energy therapies, esoteric studies, esoteric astrology, human design, which is a very key part of actually helping people understand how to unfold their own story, and the Ageless Wisdoms in facilitating in-person, online, and uh, deepening discussion groups to help um, support this transformation of our world. Chuck, thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you, Dr. Harvey, for having me. This is wonderful. This is uh, uh, an auspicious occasion, and I guess I should say uh, Reverend uh, Harvey. <laughs> thank you, Reverend Chuck. <laughs> so um, let's get into a little bit, like, where did this come from? What, where, how did the, these esoteric teachings uh, <clears throat> develop into the esoteric healing? So originally, this modality, this energy therapy modality, uh, it was born uh, from some teachings um, by a master named Dewal Kul, Tibetan uh, master teacher. 
And he wrote a book uh, in the uh, uh, early 1950s uh, called Esoteric Healing. Well, there's very arcane information in there. Um, and it took two people, two different people from different places that ended up coming together. One had one piece of the knowledge, the other one had the sight or being able to see energy centers in another person. And when the two of these people met, they went, oh, that's what this is. And they started esoteric healing as we know it today. Actually, it evolved further by an, uh, a doctor, a medical doctor, uh, Dr. Uh, Barb Briner uh, from Michigan, who took the information and furthered it and, and codified it into a program uh, for uh, certification for uh, practitioners. And that's what has been going on. And I learned in, um, I started my process with that in uh, uh, 2008. So you've been doing this quite a while. And yeah. what what drew you into this? Well, what drew me into it was my own uh, transformation that occurred for me in, in mid-50s, which was um, <laughs> uh, overwhelming at the time, but it was basically a divorce uh, six to eight months later, uh, getting diagnosed with cancer. Uh, and then uh, a year or two after that, going through bankruptcy as a result of the prior two. <laughs> hmm. So we had, a, as we say, a cleaning of the slate. And uh, so um, I was done with my career pretty much. I didn't really feel like I wanted to go back to that. I was looking for something new. And a person uh, did some esoteric healing on me. And amazingly, uh, uh, one tumor was was on the original uh, MRIs. And when they went to do it prior to the uh, uh, operation, it was gone. <laughs> so that Amazing. piqued my interest. And then a year later, the exact same thing occurred with a different tumor. Um, and uh, once again, she worked on it, and, uh, it, it, it disappeared. And uh, so this caught my interest. And I said, you know what, this is what I want to do. Yes, I think uh, many of us in the healing arts have had similar transformations. And um, they really uh, do clean the clean the slate, so we can start fresh. Exactly. Um, so, what um, what what is an energy therapist? So, what are you what are you doing? Okay, so energy therapy in general um, is um, it has to deal with uh, working in the energy field, the human energy field, which is the self generated uh, field around the around the physical body, which we're all obviously all very aware of, but most of us are not aware of these other planes or, uh, that are known as etheric planes. Uh, there's an emotional plane, which pretty much everybody has some relationship to, of course, and then a mental plane, which also everyone has a um, relationship to, but they're, they're not thought of as separate individual bodies, which is how we kind of look at them. So we see a physical etheric field, uh, emotional field, uh, a mental field, even a spiritual field. So it's in that it's in that human energy field the dynamic, uh, often called the aura, that we work. So an energy therapist tends to work in that field, and just like a massage therapist might be taught how to palpate muscle tissue and look for knots of tension and so forth, energy therapists are taught how to palpate the energy field looking for areas of congestion, not so to speak, um, and then to assist in moving energy around that to help alleviate that. 
Yeah, Richard Gerber in his book, Vibrational Medicine, talks about those different energy bodies that we all have. And um, it's it's a very um, a very good book. I'd recommend for anybody to help begin to understand because it's a little less esoteric uh, the way Dr. Gerber presents it so that we can have more access to the information. Um, <clears throat> it makes it a little bit more clear. Um, it, it is really... Uh, uh, we don't think of things this way because we think of everything in a material sense. But in reality, we all know that much of our world is is an inner world and we spend a lot of time thinking and feeling about things. And so we really need to pay attention to those. Well, one of the things, Gerber, that's like the Bible of vibrational medicine. And that's the other thing that this can be called is vibrational medicine. And, you know, as we now know, due to quantum physics, everything is energy. So even what's physical, what I'm touching really is mostly energy. Uh, this part that's out here, this etheric field I'm describing that surrounds us, uh, much, it's much like the force in, in Star Wars. <laughs> yes. It pervades everything and energizes everything into this entire web that we're connected to, but everything is energy. So if everything is energy, guess what? Energy can be changed or shifted. Yes. So we go oh. from a low frequency to a higher frequency, which is what, which I guess we'll get into basically it was about what illness and disease is. Yes, exactly. So, um, so how does esoteric healing, like as a subset of general energy medicine, describe what esoteric healing is? Okay. So as you alluded to earlier uh, in the intro, uh, esoteric really just means hidden. It's just not obvious. It's, uh, and so this is subtle healing, and it's healing of the subtle bodies, which is another name for the these this uh, these etheric energy fields uh, around the human being. You know, HeartMath Institute did a really great job with telling about how the heart generates an EMF field, and very powerfully, in fact. And so we have scientific evidence uh, about that. And. So yes, actually, you know, the, the, the heart field, um, is bigger than the brain field. We think of the brain as this big electrical powerhouse, but the heart is the center of our being and it's the power energy center of everything. And its field is 15 feet in radius. So a 30 foot field around us, um, that, uh, is us that this is, this is our energy field. It's huge and, and we just don't recognize it. Right. We don't have, it's not part of our five sensory apparatus. Uh, to to you know perceive it, yet we have science now confirming that in fact this does exist. So esoteric healing really is a subtle energy uh, healing, uh, and the whole entire premise is whatever is occurring in you in the physical body in terms of some illness, disease, or discomfort. It didn't start in the physical body; it started out in this field, and because it never got adjusted, decompressed, uh, alleviated, it ends up moving into the physical body. And that is the vector. It's from out outside to inside that the disease process occurs. Uh, you know, Western uh, medicine and uh, is, is, is um, uh, deals primarily with the physical body, as you were saying earlier, the material dense version of this, but there's a whole lot else that's going on. In fact, it's it's esoteric healers con, uh, conjecture, or not more than conjecture. Uh, the way the reality that we see is that the all disease occurs out there first, and then moves into the physical body. 
So yes. by extension, if we can work in this field, <laughs> either to alleviate an existing disease or prevent a disease from coming in, then we have a win-win situation. Yeah, it's it's all about that frequency and shifting the frequency state because everything has frequency. For example, the beta SARS-CoV-2 um, uh, virus has a specific vibratory frequency. And when you have specific low frequencies happening in your field, you tend to attract things like that to the field. They 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 are the laws of attraction are real and so it, you if you're if you're predisposed i'm not saying i'm blaming people for getting sick but what i'm saying is the the energy of their system is in such a place that the virus is attracted to it and that i agree that's how we get all of our illnesses because heart disease doesn't start in your blood vessels it starts in the energy field and so sure. all of these things can be worked on through that but i want to remind people that this is an, a a a call in show and engagement is hopefully uh, coming soon. So um, it's time to remind everybody that we are on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. Exactly. And call in is the, um, I guess, the uh, key point of the the note there that we want people to give a jingle. I've got Greg sitting in the control room waiting. And as you had said, that if you're just tuning on in, you are listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa. And his topic today is esoteric healing with his guest, Chuck Pisa. And our phone number is 813-239-9663. And you can continue sending your emails to dj at wmnf.org or text us at 813-433-0885. Back to you there, Doc and Chuck. Thank you, Bill. So... As we talked about the 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 shift or the 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 frequency of the system is what starts the disease process or the illness process. So, what illnesses can we actually make an impact on with esoteric healing? That's an excellent question. And very often, I present to my uh, first-time clients. I say, "Well, you have a really broad canvas to work with here. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can work on." whatever your chief concern is, whatever, you know, specific thing that you have uh, going on in your physical body. However, we can also work in the emotional field, whatever feeling issues you may have going on in your life. You can work in the mental field, whatever thinking or thinking processes seem to be plaguing you, bothering you. And we can also work in the spiritual field if you feel like there is a disconnect there. Um, so all, basically, I tell people it's all on the table. You know, you can pick and choose whatever you would like uh, to to pick. Um, we usually start with the physical because it's the most the easiest thing, and that's what's chief on the mind, and that's what most people where their comfort level is. But I find when I even when I work on their mental and emotional field and even spiritual field, the results come. But just to answer more specifically your question, um, I've dealt with, uh, well, certainly COVID was huge. Uh, I've dealt, I have a whole COVID protocol for people, but um, I've dealt with cancer, dealt with um, blood disorders, uh, lots of neurological um, stuff uh, I've worked on, both on the physical and mental uh, level. 
Uh, Parkinson's disease is one of my pet areas, so to speak, because I have a lot of clients uh, who have that and, and they have seen uh, great results. But, you know, anxiety disorders, um, um, pretty much the whole, the whole gamut, a lot of relationship stuff, <laughs> you know, relationship issues. Um, and I'm not a psychologist, you know, or, or uh, a counselor. But, although. but you, you really have another tool there that brings the esoteric teachings into psychology and includes uh, a really interesting combination of uh, ways to um, um, uh, and analyze and, and help people analyze their 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 psychology, how they work in the in the world, and it's it's something that I use also. It's called human design, and that takes us into energy psychology. Correct, correct. And uh, you know, human design has been an interesting uh, path for me as, as well. Um, uh, initially, learning about it just from learning about me. But then when I began to see how profound its, its information was on two levels. One, when I generated the information of a client, what it showed me, the insight it gave me to the, to the client, to the patient was profound. But what it really did for them, <laughs> the information yes. it provided them for their own self-inquiry into this, to, to getting to know themselves better, uh, that's been remarkable. Yeah, I find that uh, when we do explore that, it really, it's helped me with insight in my life and many clients that I will review um, some of their, what are called not self questions, the things that get us in trouble, really help give people some insight into how to get themselves out of that trouble. But you know, we've, we've got some calls coming in here and I think uh, it'd be great to talk. Absolutely. We've got quite a line up here. I've got Jerry first and then Barbara and Teresa. Good morning, Jerry. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Docs? Hey, how are you, Jerry? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So I'm going to throw out some stuff, and then you respond to it. You take your pick, and then um, I'll take my stuff off air, okay? Go for it. Is that fair? Okay, so yeah. first of all, like the do you have a, do you have a response um, to the current synthetic drug, like the opioid, the methamphetamine thing? So those are all, to my understanding, synthetic derivatives of systems that have been around naturally for a while. And then I would relate those to the natural world of psilocybin now maybe becoming more accessible to the medical field. So psilocybin or the natural derivatives of these drugs coming to the natural field to as solutions rather than problems. So um, those specifically the current state of synthetic drugs, um, my understanding mostly from the Bayer Corporation, um, synthetic methamphetamines and um, the opiates and the um, things like that, and the oxycodone, and then, um, and actually, let's just, let's just leave it with that. What do you think? <laughs> okay, I'll take my second yes. line. Thanks again for okay. the program. Nice job. Keep it going. Thank you. <laughs> And thanks for the what's up, Doc. First time it's happened. <laughs> Chuck, you want to field that one? Sure. The first thing I'd say, Jerry, is uh, what you're alluding to uh, um, is how I would re refer to that is the difference in frequency uh, uh, of these um, 
whether it's a medication or uh, another substance. Uh, and as you mentioned, most pharmaceuticals are uh, basically derivatives of naturally organic things that already exist, uh, and, but then are kind of like amped up, you know, uh, intensified to a, a greater degree. Uh, the, uh, but what happens is the frequency of those pharmaceuticals is much lower than the frequency of the natural derivative. Natural derivative may be, quote, weaker in its response, but it's more synergistic and over time has a much, much, much better benefit to the person's energy field and, and, the, and the physical body. Not that I'm dissing you know, pharmaceuticals, they have their place you know, uh, for, for making a shift and a transformation you know, within the body, but you're actually 100% accurate there um, with, with regard to that. Yeah, I'd, I'd expand on that and, and and use the example of Chinese medicine. Um, they they uh, attempt to continue a good process by using acupuncture and using energy medicine to keep a process rolling forwards. But if it is disarrayed or disorganized, they use herbs, which are powerful frequency shifters, and they don't use the herbs forever. They are intended to shift the course of the ship and then get back to doing energy work with the acupuncture. Same thing for Western medicine and in a different sense because the herbs have natural resonant harmonic frequencies that work with living beings, whereas the artificial things have artificial frequencies. Another example would be every day we get bathed with vast frequencies from the sun. Every solar burst is a breath of love to us. But when we sit in a city with high density 5G, we're having disruptive frequencies bathe us. So that alone can actually set us up for more disease because our frequencies are being disturbed by unnatural frequencies. I'm not saying that 5G is the worst thing that ever happened to the planet, but... Um, <laughs> It is hugely disruptive, and the government is ignoring all the data, as they always do when it comes to making sure that job creators can continue to pollute our planet. We have another call, I think. Yes, we do. We've got Barbara. She's been waiting patiently. Let's go to her. Good morning, Barbara. Hi, good morning. Hello. You kind of answered my question on the Parkinson's, that you do deal with it. Do you know much about the GBA1 gene mutation and how you would uh, get around that mutation? Yeah, certainly. Um, in fact, one of the things that I do uh, with clients is work at their genetic level. Because the, you know, genes are, um, you know, unfortunately we've been raised to think that the, that whatever the genetic uh, imprint is that it's permanent and in fact you know the we now know with epigenetics that that uh, genes uh, you know the whole point of mutation is for them to be mutable to, to be changeable so i do work specifically energetically uh with shifting that genetic response uh, in my uh, pd uh, clients uh, and with with some, they have really, really good results. With others, you know, sometimes it doesn't uh, uh, respond quite quite the same way. I also work with the genetic response in human design. Human design has this aspect of of the um, genetic response in there, and uh, very often this genetic response that is occurring, the, the, in other words, the gene being on or off, 
is temporary. It may be, by that I mean, it may run 10 or 20 years, uh, but it's it's being uh, turned on, so to speak, in a temporary mode. And, and of course, we tend to think if we're within that window, oh my God, it's going to be like this forever. So uh, I like to allay those fears and say, no, not necessarily. Um, everything is uh, transformable. Yes, I agree. The DNA is, is a blueprint. It's a map. And how we stroke that blueprint, so to speak, with nutrition, with physical activity, and with uh, internal, mental, emotional, spiritual activities, um, we can actually change the frequency around the DNA and ask it to read differently. For example, a very simple, simple tool is a smile. When you smile, you engage a whole set of genetics that has you create the chemicals of joy. You'll actually increase dopamine production simply by smiling. So smile to you actually really mean it. And it will actually <laughs> happen. <laughs> well, we have somebody else. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, I used to be in um, stockbroker and one of the, I guess, motivating speakers that came on and had always told us that when we're talking to folks on the phone, that we should smile because they can see it or feel it on the other end of the line. Definitely. Also said, um, show a lot of empathy, even if you have to fake it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's Teresa. Hello. Can you hear Good morning. Me? We oh, can. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I um, have been attacked out of the blue by arthritis so severe that I couldn't put any weight on either foot or leg. And for a week and a half, I was a paraplegic in my home with no equipment, no help, nobody. And uh, that, but what I believe is that it relates to a poisoning that I received. I do not drink alcohol or date, but I received roofing, a date rape drug, ropafol, in a capped bottle of water that I foolishly left sitting on a table at a bar. My friend got oh. up to dance. I probably would have done the same. Uh, you know, we never discussed it. Neither one of us dates or drinks. So we thought, well, a date rape drug is not going to do anything for us. But what happened subsequently, in a two-month period following the poisoning, um, I started to have gum issues, uh, infected gums. And then I addressed that with kombucha that I made myself. Then I um, started to have boils under my armpit, which I wasn't sure was MRSA or not, but it, I guess it wasn't. That cleared up, and then my knees went out. My legs went out, and I was hospitalized, and then I went to the emergency room to see what was going on, and they said arthritis. No one believes that the two incidents relate. What do you think? I think your intuition is what you should trust because yes. we really need to trust ourselves and and part of the work that chuck does and that human design helps with is to actually help you know your authentic self so you can actually listen to that still small voice within so that you know what's right because that's really your truth and your higher self knows that truth well my savior jesus has been extremely helpful through this and the truth is that 
this entire thing started with a radical prayer that I prayed. And I said, whatever it takes, prepare me. You know, get me ready for what's coming. Whatever it oh, takes. Oh, boy. You oh, should be you careful go. what you ask for. <laughs> uh, I not. You know, sir, I have been, I'm 68 years old. I keep myself very healthy. I work at it. And what I never expected was pain. But it took pain. It took pain to get me in totally, completely obedient to everything I already knew, which was a vegan, plant-based diet, no cigarettes, goodbye. Well, you know, the, the thing I would say, Teresa, too, with this, this is a very, it's very interesting, as you described it, because what happened here from the, quote, poisoning, re receiving a, a toxic load uh, of something into the body, your body went through all these, um, went from soft tissue initially, gums, you know, then the, the, a detoxification phase, which was like the boils under the arms, to a... Uh, to the to the to the bones, you know, which is obviously a denser uh, thing, and it's interesting, and it occurred in your legs. So, meaning that it would it would um, prevent you from going or moving anywhere. And this is very often occurs when it's we have to be stilled to either receive what we need to receive. The prayer that you did, my my take on that is, you know your body was being prepared for more, for more light, more love, whatever you'd like to, however you'd like to view it. And so there was a detoxification process that had to go through uh, and, and, be, and be processed. Now, you know, arthritis is very interesting because it's, it's I see it all, all, a great deal. And it's another one of those things that it's another frequency adjustment. It, you know, it does not necessarily have to be permanent. I mean, if you believe it, you know, that it's permanent, then of course it will remain and stay. But if you allow yourself to see it as a process and continually let kind of letting it go, moving um, energy uh, through it, you may find that it, it, it will be less of an issue for you. Yes, it's been really wonderful, actually. Um, I kind of felt like I was being like, well, first God gave me an idea that I was in shepherdess training, that I needed to be isolated and still so that he can prepare me as a shepherd to be a shepherd. Yep. Yep. So that's it. I, I'm very happy. Well, wonderful. You know, you're on a wonderful journey. Keep that, you know, the main thing is, is keep positive energy flowing through you and understand that the, you know, also, um, uh, in your prayer, um, um, make sure you're praying to the, to the Christ that is within you not yes, not, not just yes, trying to externalize a christ coming into outside yes. help but you have the help inside and yes, and know you know that is part of the teaching also oh i know this is a fact i know that as a fact thank you so much god bless you it's been good to be affirmed by you because no one in the medical profession believes a word i say or listens they don't listen well you just got to understand Teresa. they can they they can only see what they are trained to see. They only know what they know. And yeah. so they're only going to see a physical result of something. They're not going to understand necessarily the path. And they're also not going to understand, you know, the, some of the stuff that we're talking about. We're talking here about spiritual illness now. <laughs> they're not equipped to deal with that. So, you know, that's fine. You just got to find uh, an enlightened doctor like Dr. Harvey. 
<laughs> God bless him. And I'm so glad that there is esoteric medicine. I feel strongly that it is of highest value to humanity. We need everything now. We do. Yep, I, we agree. Thank you. Thank you for being prepared. You know, there were 20 of us that got ordained this weekend. And um, part of the discussion was uh, what we were experiencing in the two months um, prior to, you know, we had asked this question. We had actually stepped up and asked to be ordained. So in that process, um, Melchizedek and his order were working on us internally. And many of us experienced um, uh, chakra changes like post-nasal drainage from third eye opening and, and feeling like there's a, a an apple in the middle of your throat because you're having fifth chakra work done and low back pain for sacral chakra. There were all these things people were experiencing because we were getting aligned with spirit so that we could actually accept the ordination and fully uh, uh, experience it. Um, I think we should uh, ask some people to particip participate again. This is WMNF 88.5 Tampa. Yes, and I'm going to have Sam wait just a few more seconds. They've been waiting patiently, but let folks know that if you're just tuning on in, today's topic is esoteric healing with his guest, Dr. Um, Harvey's guest, Chuck Pisa, and we're encouraging you to give a call to 813-239-9663 and continue sending your emails to dj at wmnf.org. Let's go to uh, Sam here, and I've got Ryan on the line. Good morning, Sam. Well, thank you. Good morning. Um, whenever people talk about frequencies, my ears peak up, and I, I kind of relate that to in the past seeing the com the Memorex commercial with the girl that sings really high and, and the glass breaks, and. Um, you know, I heard stories of soldiers going over bridges and matching the frequency of the bridge and it just, just falling beneath them into pieces. Um, I went, I've done a little bit of sound therapy on a, a table that a doctor here in Tampa has, and I really feel there's something to running frequencies through our bodies also. And I just wanted to get you guys' take on that and what you think about it. Sure. I mean, basically, what I, everything that I do, Ryan, is frequency-based medicine. So what we're doing is, uh, um, I actually, the asteroid healing is unique here. And, and unlike Reiki or uh, other therapies that tend to be uh, some, sometimes more external, uh, uh, I don't put any energy into the person or take any energy out. Now, that being said, what I do is I connect to the higher self of the person, the client, and I allow their energies to run through them. I, I'm kind of like the, the guy with the, the knowledge. I stand in proxy for that person and allow their higher self to run those higher frequencies through them okay. for their own benefit. And, and who am I? I'm not wise enough to know what this person has done, is doing, where they're going. Um, but what we do is we ask for the highest and best for them so that the proper frequency can come through uh, through them and, and make that shift. And it's, you're exactly right. It's, it's um, um, you know, energy, because everything is energy, as I stated before, energy has frequency. 
they've got a low frequency, there are high frequencies, you know, and any kind of disease or, or problem is of lower frequency. So if we can just shift that from low to high, then the thing disappears. This is what we call miracles. So in the past, we've called miracles that have occurred in people's body. They, you know, uh, things disappear. Tumors have been shown to disappear and, and, and things like that. Why? All frequency based. Well, thank you. Um, You're welcome. And it's sound therapy, by the way, is you, you're right on with that because uh, uh, sound therapy is very powerful. Um, uh, we use it ourselves too. Uh, sometimes I have clients vocalize things. I have, and you can do this yourself too. If you just and by yourself sound out the vowels A, E, I, O, U, and you hold them. You will end up doing your own sound therapy personally for your for yourself, and each of those uh, sounds actually vibrationally uh, finds its location in the body and will shift something. So, just a little tidbit for you to play with. Yeah, it really is all about right. the frequency. Well, I'm thinking also, you know, that with um, matching frequencies and like cancer cells, so. Yeah. Being able, being able to match that frequency and actually destroy it. So if that occurs during the time that the frequency, because I know that there's a math equation to figure out, it's like mass times, I forget what it is actually, but it's, there's a formula to figure out mass and frequency and things. And, uh, and, and we, we're talking about, you know, real science, and, and I know that they're using this in the medical field sometimes. But uh, sure, I'm always sure. curious just about, like you know, I, I listen to just, uh, a lot of a, a lot of sub music that has a lot of low frequencies in it, and I don't want to think of it as negative things. I, I think it's kind of positive how it um, I feel it resonate through my whole body. And well, five twenty eight hertz is five twenty eight hertz is a really low frequency, and it really enhances your physical being it's that's not a high frequency and so um some of these low frequencies are really beneficial four thirty two hertz five twenty eight hertz they're healing frequencies okay. yep and that's where the whole binaural beats you know binaural beats uh uh process uh works very very well and, and using the five hundred twenty eight hertz binaural beats uh some of those uh, you can find them on YouTube usually. Um, uh, work very, very well at shifting, shifting energies. All right. Well, thanks for your show. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sam. And uh, now okay. let's go to Ryan. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, um, I, um, I have a question about cramping. I'm sorry to go off topic here. I have a question about cramping. You know, I scratch my back, I get a cramp on my back. I hold a book, I get cramps in my hands and it's getting worse so any uh advice on cramping well, magnesium is a really good mineral to help with muscle cramps. But um, uh, again, this is frequency. The cramps are exhibiting or, or showing that you're having some low frequency issues and a shift in state could be good. That and, and hydration. Uh, right now, we're experiencing a very high rate of dehydration in people. And this has, not, you know, basically a lot has to do with the sun. 
the sun is at a much higher output right now as astronomically it's going through its own cycle so the amount of radiation cosmic radiation that's coming from the sun is hitting the earth and even though we have some protective layers there the, just the intense energies of it is tending to dry us out a little bit so hydration yeah. is one of the key issues with cramping yeah. magnesium would definitely help particularly prior to bedtime you know i was on, but, I was on magnesium my doctor took me off of magnesium i don't know why and i drink a ton of water so i don't know okay. I, got, I, I got um i got um uh uh blood cancer i've got uh non-hoskins lymphoma i don't know if that's a, a factor i don't know but it probably well, that is. could be yeah, because of the circulation issues. You know, the other thing is, along with your water, make sure you have uh, um, you're, you're doing you're putting some minerals in the water. You know, yeah. the uh, because then that will help uh, as well. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I had a comment on the frequency. Um, you know, as as uh, Dr. Harvey knows, I do a lot of breath work and I help people with breathing exercises. And I notice when people are at the end of that breathing. Uh, um, experience you know and you're blissing out you're laying there and you're blissing out that is a good that that's a good time to uh be sensitive to those frequencies and um it's like um it's like a, a tuner for a radio if you don't tune your radio in you're not going to accept these frequencies am i making sense very much absolutely so. absolutely true i'm gonna hang up now okay thank you thanks ryan yeah ryan makes a really good point and he's he's talked about breath work um, frequently and um, as, as I think everybody here listening knows I'm a fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza and he is uh, an expert at helping people shift frequency using meditative techniques um, recondition the body to a new mind is one of the most joyful state shifting meditations you could possibly do yeah well we're looking at about 15 more minutes to the great show here i'm finding it very illuminating and um like to go to bob we've got bob with some comments on the line here good morning Hi. bob good morning uh love your show trying to listen every week um i've got a question about uh i i had COVID and it gave me congestive heart failure and I have some experience in uh, with uh, Qigong and energy healing. Uh, I can bust up uh, kidney stones, fix broken bones and, and uh, muscle aches and pain, sciatica, well, all that fixes spines and so forth. But I was wondering if there was a particular frequency that was good for congestive heart failure. Hmm. Uh, uh, probably 528 hertz is a really good place to be because that is the love heart frequency. Okay. Um, yeah, the other thing I would recommend is uh, uh, part of COVID and, and its after effects has to do with relationship. Relationship to the uh, disease, to SARS-CoV-2 or whatever variant uh, there is, uh, but also a relationship to the actual disease process. My recommendation is as you're doing some of your Qigong work, uh, breathe through the, um, uh, to shift the, your relationships to COVID and any of its um, results. In other words, you, you want to breathe through it so that you have a really, really strong 
uh, resiliency factor, because it sounds like what's happened to you is, is, is it's knocked your resiliency out. So all you have to do is have that set that intention as you're going through the Qigong uh, movements, you know, whether, you, you know, whether you're doing a particular version or not, but that would be very helpful. And, and just focus mo on the heart as I'm doing these uh, exercises. Well, heart, uh, since it's, it's, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, having some cardiovascular, uh, issue, but I wouldn't just restrict it to heart. Think of it as, uh, um, uh, keep, keep the intention of resiliency really high. Think of, think of the heart, but think of the entire circulatory system. Uh, yes. think of the arterial flow, flow, think of the venous flow, think of interstitial flow, lymphatic flow. You want, you want, uh, you want to return the body to a state of flow. And so, and movement is particularly Qigong is really powerful with that. Yes. Qigong is all about flow. And I love the fact that this came up because my meditation this morning was Joe Dispenza's generating flow. And it's an amazing little meditation, probably worth going on Dr. Joe Dispenza's site and picking up that generating flow for you well, because I think, um, yes, focusing on flow is key because you have heart failure, which isn't heart failure. It is backup of flow. It's stagnant flow. Well, well I was diagnosed uh, right after the COVID. I had it in 2020 before there was a vaccine. And uh, I was diagnosed that my heart was at 30%. Then uh, with their doctor's pills and so forth, it got back up to 50 and I just saw the heart doctor last week and it's down to 45 and they want to, I, I had to get off their pills because they were making me pass out. Um, yeah, well, there's a high frequency pill you could take. It's called coenzyme Q10. Everybody who has heart failure should be taking that. And the dose um, for heart failure that was studied at the University of Texas in Think of this, 1989, they proved that it worked. Do cardiologists recommend it 35 years later? No, not yet. So um, we're looking at um, uh, coenzyme Q10 in a dose of 5 to 10 milligrams per kilogram daily. Okay. And that is a heart failure treatment proven in Western medicine. Okay. Well, I'll look into that because I, they want me to go back on their medications and and we've already proved that they don't work for me. So um, <laughs> yes. I'm reluctant to get back on them. Um, so I just, I'll just i just increase my uh, Qigong exercises. And, and if you could, could you spell the doctor's name so I can look up his website? Um, the doctor? Yeah. The, the, he Dr. Joe. Oh, D-R-J-O-E-D-I-S. P E N Z A dot com. D R J O E S D I S P E N Z A. D R D R J O E D I S P E N Z A dot com. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. Thank you so much. And I'll look. You're so welcome. Have a great day. And you. Chuck, I think um, it'd be really helpful to uh, uh, tell everyone how it is you do your work. Certainly. Uh, so what a session, my sessions typically run about an hour in length. And the process that I usually do is allow the 
uh, uh, it's kind of like chatting in the beginning for 20 minutes or so uh, uh, in allowing the client just to tell me all that they feel is going on with them. Sometimes it turns into a coaching <laughs> session where there's give and take, you know, that I may give them some information and, and so forth. Then there's a period of time when uh, I ask them to just sit and relax. Um, uh, if we're in person, I'll just have them sit in the chair or lie down. If they're if we do a Zoom session or a phone session, I tell them to lie down and just be open to receive. And then at that point, I do the energy work. Um, and uh, after that energy work is done, then there's the like a post uh, period where we where we go through a debriefing of what I found. Uh, what issues I think are going on, which areas have been, you know, uh, which were slight before and now uh, better. I use a relatively scientific approach, even though uh, to this, and that I do pre-assessment and post-assessment. So I'll energy measure something before and get a number on it. Maybe it's like on a scale of one to 10. And uh, they may be have this particular thing I'm measuring may be a four when I, before I start. Then I do the work, I, and then I go back and check it, and I want to see where it is now, and I'll find that maybe it's now at a 9 or a 10, which is great. That's where I'd like it to be. So I use a more evidence-based approach, scientific approach, to measuring everything, uh, all the responses uh, that we do. Could be kidney function, I'll measure that. You know, could be liver function, I'll measure that, um, you know, depending on what the client's you know, needs are. Excellent. I think we have a caller, Jerry. Yeah, we've got Jerry on the line here. Hang on there. Good morning, Jerry. I'm back, but I, I'm, I'm not. Uh, so my last one is, um, guys, you're doing a, a course. You're doing a great job. So, so the, what the guy said was relax. So ever since I moved back here from Hawaii, but I was I, I grew up here in St. Pete. So I was in Hawaii a long time. Moved back, and then what I'm noticing is like everybody seems to be pretty uptight. So, so, so you're saying, so you're saying, relax. So, and, and then the evidence experience thing. I mean, I'm I'm a farmer. I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm not a PhD. So I'm not a doctor. But the experience thing. Um. So, so my question is, the last caller said he was talking about COVID. COVID. What do you did you could do? You guys say COVID or COVID? What do you, what COVID. Do you say? COVID. So COVID. So. You know, I've talked to a bunch of people, and I talked to the guy that was giving me a shot in my arm, and he almost talked me out of getting my shot in the, my arm before I came over here. I had to get it to get on the plane. I don't know if that's the case now, but I've talked to a lot of people. So my cumulative experience with this in talking to the nurses, this and that, there, I, I, I have a, this big question mark in my head to this day. So, and then when I talk to my friends, they get upset. What, what, what's the so, question mark? The, the question mark is, no, I'm asking you guys, what's your cumulative response to the current and future COVID, COVID dilemma? What is your, what is your, what is your complete synthesis? Like they just pull, pull these people off a boat that all have, why not study yes. all those people, but do they need their consensus? Let's, let's talk approval? about it. Let's talk about it on a different level. COVID is okay. energy. Um, okay. our culture is in trouble. Our culture asked for help. It came right. in the form of COVID. COVID is a blessing. COVID is actually helping our society wake up from capitalistic 
death delusions. Um, this death worshiping society needs to move into a new realm of life and love worshiping. Uh, we can't keep chasing tail on illness thinking that that's actually the way we're going to solve health. And so this is a wake up. We can't, we, we saw that the illness care system failed miserably during this pandemic. We need a system. This isn't even a system. It's a marketing ploy, not a healthcare system. Chuck, do you have did, did some follow-up? I think you just answered my question. Yeah, it's, this is this is where we're going. Yeah, I think you did. That's it, definitely. Hey, 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 what do you know? Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hey, nice job. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Okay. Maybe we can get Delestine on for one last call before we uh, move All right. on. Yeah, we're looking like the last few seconds of the show. Let's go here. Good morning, Delestine. Hello, Delestine. I guess not. Well, I do have an email, unless we have another caller. Christopher. Good morning, Christopher. I don't know what our problem is with that line. Um, Christopher? So, Well, go to your email there, Doc. Okay, Chuck, take this one if you would. Um, a patient got a headache over a week ago, stopped using reading glasses, thinking it was eye strain. It's still there. Don't know what caused it. Oh, <laughs> uh, headaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Headaches are, headaches are, I love headaches. <laughs> I know no one likes to have them and I don't like to have them either, but it's a, this is a perfect uh, uh, example of, we, we look to search for what's wrong. What did we do? What did we eat wrong? What did we listen to wrong? Did we, our glasses change? And very often it's not a physical cause. It's excess or pressure or energy trying to enter into the field. Yes. Uh, and that's where an energy healer is particularly valuable and and, and, um, and useful. Because they Spot can on. shift those energies, remove those blockages, recreate flow into the body so that there Chuck, is no more tension or blockage. I thank you so much for the show. It's been great. And uh, I hope we can do it again sometime. But. Um, I've got to sign off here. And uh, next week, uh, I don't have a guest yet, but I have someone local, Tampa, possibly lined up. Otherwise, it's going to be a uh, AMA, Ask Me Anything Day. Thank okay. you. This is wonderful. Thank you, Chuck. And thank you there, Doc. And I'd like to remind folks that uh, you've been listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show. And until next Monday at 10 o'clock, stay, stay healthy out there. And thanks there to Greg. You all take care. You're the greatest. You have been listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa. Coming on up is 5 Minutes of NPR News and then get ready for the Sustainable Living Show hosted by the Cracker Jack team of Kenny Coogan and Andy Ellis. Their guest is Virginia Overstreet and she's here in the studio to tell us about gardening for dragonflies. So until next Monday at 10 a.m., thank you for supporting and listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa, your community conscious radio station. Stay safe. Stay thoughtful and know that you are loved.